Good morning. And welcome to Naples United Church of Christ. My name is Dawson Taylor. I have the great privilege of serving as senior minister. And on this Thanksgiving Sunday, we are grateful to have you with us. And it is good to be together as God's people. Especially want to extend words of welcome to those who are joining us virtually. And give thanks for all the ways that we are able to be together. I hope that you'll take a moment to register your attendance. There should be blue registration pads somewhere along the row. Please register your attendance and make sure that everyone on the row has that same opportunity. And then if you are worshiping online, I hope that you'll use the comments section uh, as a way to share where it is that you are worshiping with us so that we will know uh, how to be best in ministry no matter where it is that we are gathered. This morning, as is our custom, it is Thanksgiving Sunday, and we typically receive a, uh, a, let me try this again, it's upside down. We receive an offering for one of our mission partners, and last week you heard from Richard LeBur, who is the CEO and president of the Harry Chapin Food Bank, and he uh, shared with us all the amazing work that they are doing. And so if you wish to give to this special offering, I hope that you will uh, place your gift inside the envelope that should be in your pew backs, or you can call the church office this week, uh, or you can mail a gift to the church office. We, you know, we'll wait a few weeks to make sure we receive that full offering, and then we'll present it to the Harry Chapin Food Bank in honor of the tremendous difference and impact that they make. Those are all the announcements I have for us at this time. And so as a mission-driven congregation, let us center our hearts and our minds for worship this morning. I invite you to join me in our responsive call to worship, which you'll find printed in your bulletins. Praise the Lord. Great are the works of the Lord, full of honor and majesty is the work of God. Come, worship God with gladness and thanksgiving. Please be seated. And if you would open your bulletins to join me in our unison invocation. God of the open door, we thank you that you receive us as we are and call us to welcome one another. Through your spirit, open wide our hearts and inspire this time together. Through sound and story, May we honor your presence in our lives and in one another. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Would you join me in prayer this morning? Thank you, God. On this Thanksgiving Sunday, we want to say thank you for every blessing large and small. We confess how often we take our blessings for granted or worse, give ourselves all the credit for making the good things in our lives happen. Humbly, we thank you for the promise of forgiveness, 
for the gift of mercy that is wider and deeper than anything we deserve. Thank you for the big things we notice, the beauty of your creation, the rhythm of the seasons in the earth and in our lives. Thank you for the people who have been channels of your love, family members, young and old, friends who are confidants and supporters, personal caregivers, formal and informal, colleagues who enrich our lives in untold ways. Help us to be instruments of your love and presence for others, especially those whose needs and names we lift to you now in the silence of our hearts. Thank you for the work that gives meaning to our lives, past, present, and future, paid or voluntary, alone or with others. Thank you for the gift of our bodies, even when we're dissatisfied with them or facing medical challenges, you remind us they are good. We are created in your image Each of us is the embodiment of the miracle of your love. Thank you for the community of this church, for all the ways that we have heard your call through it, and all the ways that we have been empowered by it to respond and follow in the way of Jesus. Thank you for the blessings we too easily fail to notice. The bees in the flower bed. The mother duck protecting her ducklings. The smile of a child who knows he is loved. The courage of a teenager who is working to stop bullying the glow on the face of a senior who volunteers to hold premature babies in the hospital. Thank you for the things we take for granted until they are threatened. Comfortable homes in which to live, more food than we need, our health and access to health care, clean air and water and the energy we need. Give us the wisdom and the courage to work toward a world in which all people have access to affordable housing, nutritious food, health care, meaningful work, and a restored environment. God of all life everywhere, God of our lives at all times, Thank you above all else for the promise and the gift of your eternal love. Thank you for accepting us just as we are with all our anxieties, worries, and fears. 
Thank you for the reminder to consider the birds of the air and the lilies of the fields and to trust that you are with us. You will be present and care for us always. Thank you, God, for Jesus, who lived your love and taught us to pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. This morning's scripture reading comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 6, and the text is printed in your bulletins if you would like to follow along. Jesus said, therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly parent feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your span of life? And why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven... Will God not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, what will we eat, or what will we drink, or what will we wear? For it is the Gentiles who strive for all these things. And indeed your heavenly parent knows that you need all these things. But strive first for the realm of God and God's righteousness, and all these things will be given unto you as well. May God bless our modern hearing of these ancient words. Will you join your hearts with mine in prayer? Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we continue to give you thanks for the gift of this beautiful day. 
And we ask, oh God, that in this time of worship that you would speak either through me or in spite of me. But that above all else, we would hear with clarity what it is that you say to us this day. All of this we trust and we ask in your many names. Amen. An elementary school teacher, Lisa Truett Irby of Cleveland, Tennessee, tells about reading one-on-one with a first grade student who encountered the words, thank you, for the first time in print. Hoping the student would use some of her newly learned skills to work out the word for herself, Lisa sat back and gave her plenty of time. After a few moments, though, the nurturing teacher decided to tell the student the word was thank. When she didn't respond, Lisa said more emphatically, thank. The little girl in her native Tennessee dialect said, I am thanking, I am thanking. As a good Southerner, I can understand the difference between thinking and thanking and how they get confused. Today, maybe we ought to thank or think about Thanksgiving. In 1955, Bob Hope was approached about starring in a movie entitled The Seven Little Foys. The movie was based on the real life of vaudeville star Eddie Foy. When Foy's wife died unexpectedly, he took his seven children on the road with him and incorporated them into the act. The kids were actually awful. But people came to see them, and they became popular on the vaudeville circuit. Hope really wanted actor Jimmy Cagney to play a role in the film as well. But Cagney had just won an Oscar for his role in Yankee Doodle Dandy. So his fame, Hope feared, would get in the way. Surely he would never agree to a small role in a movie that wasn't assured of turning a profit. Hope was pleasantly surprised when Cagney insisted on playing the role and playing it for free. Here's the backstory. When Jimmy Cagney was just getting his start on Broadway, Eddie Foy had often taken him to his home for a meal. Those free meals had kept Jimmy Cagney from starving at that time in his life. Cagney wanted to play a part in this movie in order to say thank you to a man who had helped him. Whenever anyone does something kind for us, we have a desire to express our gratitude, but sometimes even saying thank you seems inadequate. We need to go one step farther and show our appreciation in more concrete ways. You may have heard about the anesthesiologist who was very expert in helping women in labor. One woman was so delighted with the ease of her delivery that she told him, 
I'm so happy about how well everything went. I'm going to name my son after you. By the way, what is your first name? Clarence, he responded. After a long pause, the new mother said, do you have a middle name? (laughs) Or about the grandmother who may reflect some of the grandparents in this congregation who had all of her grandchildren visiting at Thanksgiving. Before dinner, she gave a lengthy speech about being thankful for her extra special blessings, her four grandchildren. About two seconds after she stopped speaking, pandemonium broke loose at the dinner table and the children were yelling and grabbing for homemade rolls. The grandmother sat there, eyes closed, with a tight squint on her face. When asked what was the matter, she replied, I'm praying for a little patience to handle all of these blessings. (laughs) Whenever we sense that someone has done something nice for us, we want to find ways to say thanks. There was a wonderful quote in Newsweek magazine many years ago, shortly after American troops had started giving support and aid to the desperate need in the nation of Haiti. A Marine corporal serving there in Haiti is quoted as saying, the hardest part of this mission is keeping them from hugging you. Isn't that a tremendous testimony? It's been a difficult time and a difficult year for all of us. None of us deny that. But it doesn't mean that we are not thankful. I was reading about Jean Chanel, who works on a unique crisis hotline. She has developed a number of skills that serve her work well on the hotline. Quick thinking, calm demeanor, a soothing voice, and a hefty dose of common sense. You see, Jean is the director of Butterball Turkey's Turkey Talk Line. (laughs) For the past 17 years, Jean has been fielding calls from frantic cooks who have left the giblets in the turkey, forgotten to defrost it, accidentally locked the turkey in the oven and set it on the self-cleaning cycle, Throughout November and December, Jean and her team of 48 nutritionists and home economists answer every conceivable question about how to cook a holiday turkey to perfection. But not all of Jean's calls involve inexperienced or klutzy cooks, though. One caller had a unique and heartwarming dilemma. A woman from Florida called to ask for some cooking advice, and as she and Jean visited, the woman revealed that her home had been recently damaged by a hurricane. As her husband was trying to patch the holes in the roof, and her children were clearing litter and parts of the house out of the yard, this woman was attempting to cook a turkey in her storm-battered kitchen. 
Jean was astonished that the woman would still put all the effort into a family meal with all that was happening around them. But the woman replied, of course we will celebrate Thanksgiving. We still have so much to be thankful for. Consider our scripture reading for this morning. Jesus says, look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly parent feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? The truth of the matter is that God has created a bountiful world that is sufficient for the needs of all. And that God is still engaged and involved in our world. God sees the smallest sparrow fall from the sky, and yet we are the crown jewel of God's creation. Jesus assures us that God will meet our needs and that we are never beyond God's love and God's care. Maybe you've seen this list of blessings that circulate this time of year, entitled, I am thankful. I am thankful for the teenager who is complaining about doing dishes because it means she's at home and not on the streets. I am thankful for the taxes I pay because it means I have income. I'm thankful for the mess to clean after a party because it means that I have been surrounded by friends. I'm thankful for the clothes that fit a little too snug because it means I have enough to eat. I'm thankful for all the complaining I hear about the government because it means that we have freedom of speech. I'm thankful for the parking spot I find at the far end of the parking lot because it means I am capable of walking and that I have been blessed with transportation. I'm thankful for the person behind me in church who sings off key because it means that I can hear and that I can praise. I'm thankful for weariness and aching muscles at the end of the day because it means I have been productive. My friends, I am thankful for a God who loves unconditionally beyond our wildest imaginings. I am thankful for a congregation that is mission-driven, intergenerational, and growing. I am thankful for Jesus, who shows us the ways of peace and of justice. So later this week, no matter who you gather with for Thanksgiving, what time you eat, or even what you eat, it is my fervent prayer that in the midst of this challenging year, that we too might be thinking about Thanksgiving. My friends, receive these words of blessing. Let us go into the world thinking about Thanksgiving and let us go forth from this place to find a self you can live with, a cause you can live for, 
and a redeemer whose love you can live into. And let us go in peace. Amen.